sparkling water here. Mm -hmm. Can I drink this in front of while I'm... Yes. Me and Lauren, um, we were at the beach, and she films me, like, just opening a can of LaCroix, and she's yeah. like, we can pretend this that you're is, sponsored. This is, this is my life now. <laughs> no, for real. I drink, like, 12 of these a I, day. I was overdoing like, it. Like, I joke about it. I'm like, I'm going to go get my 12-pack of, like, LaCroix. Yes. So I can have a good evening. No, <laughs> same. I was having, like, three, four a day, but I was ha starting to have stomach issues. Yeah. Like, it was too much carbonation, and I thought I had kidney stones. I yeah. was in so much pain. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So now I stay away. Yeah. I drink way too much sparkling water. How's my hair? Very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We Have a Problem. I'm joined today by one of my new friends, Reagan. Uh, Reagan, so let's get into it. Uh, right. First off, where were you born? Uh, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. How'd you make your way to San Diego? So I went, uh, when I graduated high school, I did my first two years of college um, in Ohio. And then my best friend from high school lived out here. Um, she was dating like a guy in the Navy and she was like, you should move out here for the summer. So I came out for the summer and at the end of the summer, I went and got my driver's license and like got residency for a year. And then I finished at San Diego State. So nice. I just ended up like meeting, I was a real, I was 22 when I moved out here. Mm -hmm. So I met like a bunch of people in, in school. Like, so I just never left. Yeah. You know, like I made friends out here when I was young and I just kind of just made my family out here. I mean, San Diego is great like yeah. that, so it makes sense. Um, all right, how old are you, by the way? I am 38. Okay, cool. And what is your job like right now? My job is awesome. Uh, I love my job. I sell software, and I, um, I like it. It's kind of stressful sometimes, but it definitely pays the bills and keeps me uh, in a routine. Good. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so obviously I'm starting this podcast interviewing friends. How did you and I meet? Softball. Softball, of course. Yeah. This is accidentally going to be a lesbian softball podcast, but <laughs> it's fine. You were actually um, like the first person I talked to after that at the after the clinic. I was like, do you want to go to the batting cages? Yes. And I'm so glad you did that because I'm awful at making new friends. Like yeah. I have crippling anxiety and I'm so shy so when people approach me yeah. and talk to me I'm like hey yes absolutely and I made like a couple new friends when we went to the batting cages yeah that was cool definitely yeah so softball yeah it's definitely a good way to meet people I've loved it it's kept me busy yeah um all right let's get into how was your childhood like oh okay um my childhood was um my parents got divorced when I was a baby so um like they were like high school sweethearts. They had been married for 10 years and they had me when I was, they were separated. So my dad remarried my stepmom and my mom remarried my stepdad. Um, my mom's an alcoholic. My mom's been sober 20 years now. Oh, wow. Um, but like my mom was an alcoholic all through high school and my stepdad was an alcoholic and I lived with them back and forth between my mom and my dad and, um, my dad is not an alcoholic. Um, stepmom TBD. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had three half brothers. Like we have the same dad, and like they their stepmom is their mom. And 
I mean, I had, I had a pretty like nice childhood. Like, you know, I'm like, I grew up in, I'm, I grew up in the suburbs and, you know, got sent off to boarding school, got kicked out of there. Oh. Yeah. Wait, why'd you get sent to boarding school? Um, I was just, I, yeah, I was always, I mean, I was always in trouble mm. um, when I was in middle school, like for smoking cigarettes or, you know, like. In middle school? Yeah. Oh, like, that's so young. Yeah. I mean, just smoking weed. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, definitely like seventh, seventh grade. And then, I, yeah, I went to boarding school in eighth grade um, and got kicked out. Then my stepdad um, was rich and he was an asshole and he, um, wanted us to move to like where he had a summer house full time, which was the boonies mm. during the winter. And so in the mm. summertime, it was like a tourist attraction cause it was on Lake Erie, but in the rest of this year, it was like a town of like 4,000 people. Ghosts. So that's yeah. where I had to go to high school mm. and like, yeah, I showed up like this preppy kid and there was like all these like kids in overalls and I was just <laughs> like, okay, let's drink. <laughs> and that's pretty much my childhood in gotcha. a nutshell. That takes me to my next question. What was it like your first time getting drunk and or getting high? Um, yeah, so the first time I got really fucked. Am I allowed to swear on this? Absolutely. Okay. The this first is not for children. I mean... Eh, it okay. could be for teenagers, but not for children. Okay, cool. Uh, the first time I got really fucked up, I was, yeah, in high school. Um, and I had never really drank before. Um, or, yeah, like, real, like I, I mean, I had smoked a little bit of weed, but I never had really gotten, like, like I had always, like, been, like, in middle school, like, trying to be cool. Okay. You know, like, but, like, in... But you didn't like, feel the full effect. Yeah. But in like high school, like I was like, okay, so I went to this party and I really liked this girl and I really wanted, and she wanted to party. And I was like, okay, you know, and I was bonging beers the first <laughs> time I ever drank. <laughs> oh my God. And I was hitting a bong. Oh, So gosh. like I got really, really, really fucked up. Yeah. I bet. And I was really drunk and I was really high. And I remember getting home that night, like she dropped me off at my house and I went in to my house and I just like sat in the living room on the recliner and I was like spinning and I was like freaking out. I was like, am I going to die? <laughs> and I, like, I was like, should I wake up my mom? <laughs> like, and I didn't. And then I went to bed and I woke up the next day and I felt horrible. Mm -hmm. But then by, you know, like mid afternoon, I was like, okay, well it's Saturday. Now. That's interesting that you do have a line of addiction because you had that first feeling of like, whoa, I don't like this. I was the exact opposite. I First time I smoked weed, I went back, snuck back into my house, laid in my bed, and I was like, I'm on a fucking cloud. I feel so great. Everything's yeah. so happy. First time I got drunk, same thing. I was like, everything is beautiful, amazing. Life is great. Yeah. So that's interesting that you had that effect but still kept doing it. Yeah, I mean, I had fun the whole night until, like, I was – too fucked up. Yeah. Like, I, like, I was just like, holy shit, I, yeah, I drank way too much the first time. What year in high school was that? Like, freshman, sophomore? Yeah, that was definitely my, that was my, that was the end of my freshman year. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You're about the same age, yeah. Yeah. 15-ish. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't fun. <laughs> no. Did, when did you drink after that, like, immediately? 
Yeah, the next night. Oh shit. Yeah, I wanted I went to the same party. I went to the same guy's house to go to another party. Oh my god. Yeah. And your mom and stepdad were okay with you going out? Yeah, I mean they were alcoholics. Gotcha. So I mean they could care yeah, they didn't care. Gotcha. What I did. So that was I mean, I was blessed with that curse as well yeah. in high school. I mean, same. My parents started drinking when they were young, and so they, like, just knew that that's what happens in high school, but they were super strict also. So they would, like, be yeah. lenient, but then get mad. It was weird. Yeah. Weird back and forth, but, yeah, you got you off the leash. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so in high school, you did you love drinking then? I loved it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I forgot that part. My mom... My senior year of high school, she left to get sober. Oh. And so she had to go do her thing, and she left me with this, you know, big house to myself. Fuck. And, like, yeah, for a whole, my whole senior year. So, I mean, I just had ragers. So she was in treatment that entire time? I mean, she she had met a guy that, he was my new stepdad. She had divorced the alcoholic stepdad. Oh, shit. And then she met a guy who was sober, so then she got sober. I and see. then she moved in with him like an hour away and she was basically like, I'm sorry, I got to take care of myself. And I was like, okay, sounds great. So you were just given a yeah. house as a senior yeah. to do she what you used to like hide money in different drawers so I wouldn't get it all at one time. <gasps> so she, so I could buy myself food and obviously alcohol. Oh my gosh. You know, I had to call her, I'd be like, mom, I don't have any more money. I need food. And she'd be like, it's going real fast. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. How did you feel about that, living on your own? I mean, I always had friends over. Yeah. Always. Like, I mean, it was a constant party my senior year. Because we had friends, I mean, that was my senior year. Like, we had friends that were a couple grades older Mm -hmm. that were at Ohio State, and they would come home on the weekends, and they'd buy us all our fucking beer. I was going to say, how are you buying it? They'd bring all their friends, and, like, I mean, there'd be, like, 100 people at my house, like... And there'd be cars in the front line. My mom would be calling me, and she'd be like, you need to get the cars off the front line because the police are calling again. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, but you stay sober, Mom. (laughs) That's wild. Mm -hmm. Wow. But then you went off to college. Yeah. And I don't know how I got into college, but yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Yeah, I did go to college. And did partying get crazier, or... Was it a little bit more mellow compared to the free reign mansion? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it was it was great at first, you know, I loved it. But within like six months I was I I know I would say probably from day one I was like partying very heavily on the weekends. But I was going to class and stuff. I I would go to class drunk. I would yeah, I mean Damn. Yeah. Um basically go to class high all the time. Yeah, I would drunk go to class high. Brave. Yeah, I'm um yeah, um, I was known by my friends to be able to memorize a shitload of flashcards before an exam when I was drunk. And I would go take the exams in the big lecture halls with my head on <laughs> for my friends. Um, I mean, some of the alcoholics I've met are some of the smartest people ever. I wouldn't so. say I'm one of the smartest people ever. I, I just think I have a good memory. You got a good brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I was partying really bad. And I knew I was an alcoholic. That was the first time I knew I was an alcoholic. Because that was, like, the first time I had a girlfriend. And I um, I had a really hard time with that because I grew up in Ohio. 
So I would always get like drunk and be like, I don't know, my girlfriend, you know, what she's talking about. <laughs> like, but like, but I would like, but then, I don't know. Um, she was like, basically like, I bet you can't drink for two weeks. Mm. And I was like, I can definitely not drink for two weeks. And then I was like drinking Natty Light in the closet. <laughs> And I was like, I'm an alcoholic like A my different mother. form of in the closet. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like my mother. I'm like my mother. Oh, my god! Like, gosh. that's all I could think to myself. And I was only, like, 19. Did you ever see your mom do something like that? No. You just thought because she yeah, had gotten was, help. Yeah, I was just like... I mean, my mom went to rehab, like, 50 times when I was growing up. But she never got sober till. Yeah, my senior year of high school. She, and now she has 20 years. Gotcha. Congrats to mom, though. But yeah, you knew right then, huh? Like, this isn't okay. This yeah. isn't right. Yeah. Mm. I definitely did. But I didn't care mm -hmm. either. I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, I'm 19 years old. Mm. I'm going to fucking have a great time. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Um, so when did things start to get chaotic for you then? I mean, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, things got chaotic then, um, and then uh, I did go to treatment in during college when I was in Ohio um, for like a couple weeks. Oh, what prompted that? Yeah, my girlfriend at the time. Okay, the one and, that told you you couldn't drink yeah. for two weeks. And so I went, and then, um, yeah, and then I left. I was like, fuck this. And then she broke up with me, and then um, I moved down. I moved. Down, I lived in Florida for two years before I moved to, um, before I moved to San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I moved down to Florida, and then things got real crazy in South Florida, <laughs> like Miami. I was doing coke. I fucking like got really addicted to coke down in Florida. And I feel like Miami is the place where you have yeah, to get Yeah, it was, like, so good. Yeah. Like, I stopped doing coke out here when I moved out here because it was so terrible. Oh, really? I was like, this is bullshit. This isn't cocaine. Interesting. Yeah, and then I started doing opiates instead. I think like a real being, drug addict. I figured being so close to Mexico that cocaine was pretty good. No, it sucked. <laughs> I mean, but, like, you're in Florida, you're, like, down by Colombia and yeah. shit. So you got the yeah. good stuff. Mm -hmm. But you progressed on to doing pills, you said? Yeah, yeah, um, like Oxy and... Um, how did you first start doing that? Because those are kind of hard to get. Yeah, um, I um, I worked in the restaurant industry. Mm. And they're not, they're not hard to get in there. Yes. Because, I mean, like, somebody's always a drug dealer. Yeah. And somebody can always get it. Gotcha. So, especially downtown. And were you a daily user? Yeah. Yeah. For how long would you say? Um, up until I was 28. Damn. Yeah. So around 22 to 28? Yeah. Six years. Yeah. Of daily use. Damn. Yeah. I'm surprised you're still here. Yeah. That is a long time. Yeah, and Xanax and like all that other shit too. Oh, fuck Xanax. Yeah. I took Xanax, well, twice, but the second time I did it, I ended up crashing a car because I was like nodding off yeah. of the wheel. Awful experience. Yeah. Eek. Huh. All yeah. right. So when you were taking the pills every day, when was your rock bottom? When were you like, all right, I can't, I need to stop this? Um, like it just got really bad. Like I, I, I was working at a bar downtown in San Diego and I worked with my girlfriend at the time and she was a bartender too. 
And um, she threw a phone charger at me behind <laughs> the bar, like on a busy night. And we got we started arguing in front of all these people, and we got fired. Mm. So then we like I like we got we went and got drunk that night. And, Together. Yeah. After getting fired for fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, yeah, we went and got drunk that night, and then like something she had like a younger sister she lived with. And something, like, they got in a fight, and somehow I got, whatever, like, some bullshit happened. And we were all woke up fighting. And so I was in my pajamas, which was boxers and a sports bra. And she threw my clothes out the second story window. <laughs> and a homeless person stole them. And I, and then she told me to leave. And I was like, but oh, and my belt. Like, the fucking guy took my bell. Yeah, and I was on. like, yeah, I had to walk up, like, Fifth Avenue like that on, like, a weekday at, like, 11 in the morning. <laughs> like, with, like, people going to work downtown. And I had to walk all the way to Hillcrest. And then I got to Hillcrest, and I, of course, I had no phone, no keys no wallet, no nothing, because I had lost all of that the night before when I was wasted and fucked up. So I broke the window to get into my apartment, and that was when my roommate was like, we're not roommates anymore. Sorry, you have to leave now, or I'm just going to call the cops on you. Damn. And she let me get some clothes, though. So then I walked down to my really good friend's house in Bankersville, so that was a little more another trek. Like, it was like the walk of shame from hell. That's a full-on hike. <laughs> and then I just showed up, and I was like, I'm ready to go to rehab now. <sighs> yep. How long were you in rehab for? I was in rehab for a month. Here in San Diego? Yeah. Oh, in Laguna Beach. What was it called? It was called Spencer Recovery. I fucking went to you Spencer's. You did not. Fuck, what? Okay, what? <laughs> did you, were you, did they still yes. have, like, the fence, like, in front of the beach, like, the Fucking yeah, it was, like you're out did there you have the trainer Ron, the big buff blonde dude that did yoga? Maybe not, because I yeah, went it was when like I was years later. I was there like ten years ago, but yeah, I went to Spencer's. That's recovery. so crazy! <laughs> oh Wait, my god! Were you god. in like the nice house or were you in the main house? I was in the main house. I was in the main house but too. But then I interned, so I would watch the people in the nice house, and yeah, I remember yeah. like breaking up all types of shit there. Like yeah, because they I, would rage over there. Yeah, I would catch couples just hooking up, yeah. and I'm like, you have a husband, that you have a wife. A shit show. Go stop that. That was a shit show rehab. <laughs> oh my god. But I got sober there. For I mean, I yeah. did for a while. I didn't drink for like over six years. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Oh god. I wonder if the receptionist was still there. She was really hot. Oh god, I don't there remember no her name. There was no receptionist when I was there. Okay. Because I remember you had to go in there to ask to use your phone. Yes. And yeah, I, and I would go in there I would, all the time. I would remember if there was a hot receptionist. There was not. No. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> so we went years apart. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Wow. That's so funny. Though. I wonder if we had the same room. <laughs> yeah, I was upstairs. Yeah, I was upstairs. Yeah. I was up the stairs from the front, and then to the left, and then back. I was to the right. Oh, okay. Like the one room on the right, like up this, 
I think I remember. Up the stairs right? into the right. Yeah. yeah, there was like one room. And there was over a there. TV on that wall. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What are the yeah. fucking odds? Was there still a couch to watch yes. the TV on? I wonder if it's the same gross couch. <laughs> I bet it is. Oh, that's like you would so think funny. that it being in Laguna Beach, they would put a nicer couch there. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to sit on it, but I did. Yeah. We all had to. Yeah. Everybody would be like giving massages to each other. Yeah. It was weird. That's so, so weird. funny. Wow. Small world. <laughs> that's really funny. Just when you thought San Diego can't get any smaller. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you stayed for the month. And yeah. then what happened after that? Then I went and lived with my friend that took me to rehab for a couple of months. Yeah. Because I was homeless. And then I got a studio in Hillcrest. And my parents helped me with that because I didn't have any money. Mm. But they were very happy that I was sober. Um, and then I, um, yeah, I uh, got a job and I was living a normal life for a while. And then I met. My ex-girlfriend. You had a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what I, I... There's been, like... There hasn't been that many. Mm. It just is... All of my problems revolved around the girlfriends. I feel you There really that. wasn't that many. There was, like, four. <laughs> gotcha. Okay? <laughs> but, um... And drinking, obviously. Drinking and relationships were always, like, my downfall. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's why I think that it's relevant to bring them up. Um... But yeah, I just, yeah, so then, yeah, because then we broke up, we were together for several years, and then we broke up, and then I relapsed again for like three months, and I was drinking, and I was doing Oxy again for three months. Okay, wait, wait, so you got, were sober living back in Hillcrest, you guys got together, and you were together for how long? Like, like five and a half years total. Okay. Like, we were like on and off like for seven, but it was like five but you were sober that whole time. Yeah. Were you doing any AA or? I was doing AA, but I was also like drinking like kava and smoking weed. Okay. And so I wasn't like totally sober. Yeah. I was definitely like in a scene of people in like that kava community where the, it, I mean, it, yeah, it basically acts like a benzo and it fucks you up and like. I was going to say for those that don't know what kava is, I just got educated a little yeah. bit ago. Yeah. And um, it's just like they're. They say they're sober and like, I mean, you drive home with one eye and like if you drink 10 of them and... Um, what is it? Like a natural thing? It's a fucking thing? root. It's a fair ceremonial tea. I was going to say, I've yeah. heard it before. But... And, um, yeah, it's just, it, I mean, I was spending like a hundred bucks a day on it at the Kava bar and like uh, those were all my homies. How much is one Kava drink? $12. And you were just buying multiple. Nine, 10 I of those. Drinking Got nine, it. Ten of them. Yeah. Fuck. So I was not living a healthy, sober life, but I thought I was sober. But you're saying you had sober friends there that were at the Kava place? Yeah, but they were also doing what I was doing. Yeah, so, like, not really at no, all No, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I've never actually really been sober okay. until this last May. Okay. Because that's when I quit smoking weed and drinking Kava. Yeah. Wow. And vaping. Yes. <laughs> um, so do you go to AA now, then? I do. Yeah. Wait, what was, so when you were drinking kava and everything, did you have a moment where you were like, I still need to stop doing this also? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah? Yeah, and like, that's where a lot of my friendships really kind of like dissolved because they didn't like that I started saying like, this is, we're addicted to this. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I was like, this, like, this is not sober. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, joined softball and like when I quit that mm -hmm. and I stopped going in there and that's because I was like, I needed to meet new people. Yeah. You know, definitely the people that you surround yourself with are who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I met you and everybody else. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, so I never would like. I, yeah, I went a long time without drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. I went a lot a long time without doing oxy or cocaine or any heavy drugs, but I was always doing something. Like I was always smoking weed um, or I was drinking kava. Mm -hmm. Did weed ever become a problem for you? Yeah, and I, I mean, like I was telling you, I got hyperemesis, which I had, no, I, had, I had no idea what hyperemesis fucking was i have never heard of that until either. i went to the er three times being like what the fuck is wrong with me because i could not stop throwing up like and when i say stop i couldn't stop throwing up like i was throwing up like probably 50 to 100 times a day like and then you're insanely thirsty so i was like chugging gatorade whatever water ginger ale and everything tasted so good to drink like liquid because you were so dehydrated mm -hmm. and you would just chug it and then you'd automatically throw it up. And it, it was, you're so nauseous. It was the worst thing I've ever gone through in my life. Like, and then the doctor was like, you have hyperemesis and I'm like, what is that? And he's like, well, it's very rare, but he's like, some people that are heavy marijuana users get this reaction where it makes them have cyclical vomiting. Mm which is basically like it just doesn't stop. And it went on for 14 days. Did you stop smoking weed after that? I did. I stopped smoking. I, I don't want fucking hyperemesis no. ever again. <laughs> and I can't, I, yeah. I even asked the doctor, I was like, what if I eat it though? You know? And he was like, no. It's like it's the same shit. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. But, uh, That's a real addict brain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was re That was a really hard concept to grasp mm -hmm. that I could not smoke weed. And that was recent, right? Yeah, that was in May. Wow. That was the day after my 38th birthday. The day after my 38th birthday, I woke up with hyperemesis. And I was like, okay, I'm almost 40. I think this has got to stop. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm quitting all of it. Yeah. And then I quit all of it. And I, yeah. How was it your first couple of days when you had quit everything? I still had hyperemesis. Yeah. It wasn't fun. Yeah. When that, when that <laughs> faded and you were just left with yeah. yourself and your thoughts, what were the thoughts going through your head? Um, I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. I was really scared that I would go back to like, you know, I was scared that if I didn't have something as a crutch that I would go back to drinking or something heavier. Mm -hmm. But um, I realized quickly that my life started getting insanely better. Yeah. Um, very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it was almost like a grieving process for the yeah. person that I used to be. I was like, she's dead now. Yeah. I can't contact her. She, I'm not going to live the way that that person lives. And yeah, yeah you got to just transform into a whole new life. But it is crazy how fast things just yeah. are amazing. Like, I mean, I met amazing people. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, in softball, just met new friends, um, met a girl. But, like, I mean, I she's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I mean, my job's going really good. My relationships with my family have you know, really 
improved because those really fell off the deep end in December at the the three week relapse. Yeah. Um, so like my family relationships, have, like that's been a huge part of like my recovery this time. I think is just having like my dad and my brothers back in my life and like having that support. And um, yeah, my life got insanely better. I, you know, like work got insanely better. Started, you know, started doing a lot better. Like things just got really good, really, really quick. Yeah. Do you ever miss using or drinking? No, I don't miss drinking at all. Good. I fucking hate drinking. I think it's terrible. I mean, if other people can have a couple beers, I'll go, go, go for it. Have a great time. But, like, I can't do it. Yeah. And I, I very well am much aware of that mm-hmm. because of how bad things get when I do drink. I had that thought for a while because I told myself I wanted to be sober for the year. And I was like, okay, after that year I'll see how it goes if I want to go back to drinking. But knowing myself also, I'm like, I don't drink casually. I drink in, to ease pain, to avoid social awkwardness, to black out. Like, I would be pounding just yeah. like no like it's a race almost yeah so yeah I know that I can't do that either yeah and I don't want I mean I just it's so miserable yeah and like now that I'm older like when and when I drink I don't want to go fucking drink at Gossip Grill <laughs> like fuck that shout out Gossip Grill I fuck play for their softball that. team <laughs> I like I'm drinking alone like I'm like oh, fucking yeah. like listening to fucking sappy ass music oh, yeah. crying like calling ex-girlfriends like it's no good <laughs> none of it's good yeah and then the exes don't answer the phone and then you call your brother and you're like fuck you for our childhood <laughs> and it just all goes bad yeah yeah nope i feel y'all not <laughs> i have the same thoughts even when i just think about casually drinking though i'm like that's a nasty cycle because you're getting yourself dehydrated you're yeah. gonna have a headache you're gonna wake up with dry mouth you're gonna maybe throw up like why do people still do that yeah i don't get it yeah i mean i'm grateful that i changed my mind but yeah it, I think there's a lot of people that are going to be able to listen to this and be like, yeah, maybe I don't want to live like that anymore. Yeah. It's a shitty life. Yeah. I mean, if you feel like you're going down the rabbit hole, man, get out while you're young. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it takes, I mean, we've been through some crazy shit, yeah. but I think if people were to recognize it early on, just like you when you were drinking in the closet, yeah. yeah, I think it's awareness <laughs> that is the goal of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Hell yeah, I'm glad you had me. I, yeah. I feel like I was nervous, but I'm, I'm proud of myself that I did it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Miranda. Thank you so much for coming. Um, this was a blast. Yeah, And I want to sure. talk about some more stuff. Oh, by the way, do you still go to AA or any therapy? Yeah, I yeah. go to both. Okay. Yeah, so I do AA and I go to therapy and um, yeah. Do you have any good groups that you'd recommend in San Diego? For like AA? AA? Yep. Um, yeah, there's an awesome Monday night meeting, and it's like a young people's meeting, so mm-hmm. it's like all people in their 20s, 30s, early 40s, and it's like a good group of people that are, you know, young and, like, sober. Where do you guys meet at? It's in a, it's at a, uh, it's by a school in Normal Heights. Okay. Yeah, I can, so give close. You the, I can give you the info if you ever want it, yeah. Yeah, well, just if anybody's listening, yeah, if they want to know. Yeah, well, reach out to me, I'll get them the info. Cool, yeah, or I can post it in the yeah. episode details. yeah. That's probably, like, really, that was probably the best meeting that really helped me um, 
this this last time. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed meetings when I first got sober, but I feel like I wasn't getting much out of them. Yeah. Just from the redundancy. I get bored yeah. really easily. But I do enjoy them. They're, it feels yeah, nice it, to have a community of people that and that's, going through the I same think thing. that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Is like they like people need to like have that community. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's what this is for me. Yeah. For <laughs> I get sure. to still have those conversations and be reminded yeah, of all the I stupid think shit awesome. I've done. <laughs> And A is not for everybody. Yeah. And I'm definitely not one to preach that A is for everybody. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because people can get sober a lot of different ways. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got really into Buddhism. There's, oh. like, Buddhist recovery, too. Interesting. Yeah, there's a place called the Dharma Bum Temple in Hillcrest. And it has meetings? Yeah, they have recovery meetings. I'd be interested in going to yeah, that with you. Yeah, they're Buddhist. We should go. What days? Um, I think they have one on Tuesday nights, Friday nights, and Sundays. Okay. Sundays in the morning. Let me know when you're down. Yeah, I'm down to go anytime. Sweet. Maybe next Tuesday then. Okay, we'll do it. Hey. It's at 7. Cool. All right, cool. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support this podcast, give it a like, a follow, a subscribe, a download, all the good stuff. We have uh, Instagram and TikTok at We Have a Problem. If you would like to email a question, comment, anything you would like us to talk about, you can email wehaveaaproblem at gmail.com. And we also have our website, wehaveaaproblem.com. And you can buy merch. I got some cute hoodies posted. So give those a look. And uh, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get the white one. Yeah, they're really cute. They're sweet, simple. One says problematic. One says introverted as fuck um, in some dope colors. So, yeah, get those while they're posted. Um, Thanks for joining us on this episode. See you guys next time. Sweet.